0: Hey y'all, it's Allie. And this is Lindsay. And welcome back to A Matter of Crime. This week, we are going to be doing the Romanov case. I'm so excited. I'm excited, to be completely honest.
1: You know how hard it was to not go back and refresh (laughs) my
0: mind on this? Okay, so so I knew a tiny little snippet of what happened. Like, honestly, even just me, like, I'm an American historian. I'm not a European or a Russian historian. So, I knew, like... And when I say tiny...
1: You probably like, knew, like, fractionally more than what I like know. Like, the
0: Disney movie Anastasia. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah, that's probably. That's all I knew. So, I knew that they were killed. Like, the, the family was ultimately, like, completely wiped out. But that's all I knew. And
1: he, that family was the last royal family. Yeah. And that's all I knew.
0: Right. It's a lot. This might be, like, a 72-part episode. Because
1: isn't there a conspiracy that Anastasia... Yeah, that's like a thing that
0: she's like still alive, but I don't think that she is.
1: I don't think so either. I
0: don't think she's, there's a lot. And so we might like, I was thinking that we might like split this up. Like, so if we end up doing like three parts that we might like put a different episode in between. So they don't just like get sick of her hearing this. (laughs) Yeah. Of hearing this, this like over and over again. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll discuss it and make that decision later when we're not recording. Yeah. If that makes sense. Are you ready to get started? Or do we have anything to talk about that we need to talk about? I
1: can't think of anything. No. Anymore.
0: We didn't have an episode last week because I was sick and you can still hear it in my voice. And
1: my baby broke her arm.
0: The little baby, her little four-year-old girl broke her arm.
1: Yeah. So it's been kind of
0: chaotic here yeah. in the last couple weeks. Yeah. So sorry we didn't have an episode last week, but I, we keep throwing this disclaimer that we're parents. So shit happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm ready to get started, because no. we have a lot to talk about, so, um, and honestly, I didn't get very far. I I got about, um, I got about 60 years in the fire,
1: Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> I did way too much research, because I kept
0: finding things, and I was like, no, this is important, this is important, and then I'm like, oh crap, and then I've got eight pages. You're going to accidentally write a book one day. Whoops. So... <laughs> Like, accidentally write a book doing podcast research. Yeah. Okay, you know what's hilarious, though, really quick, is that I can sit there and do this for hours. But when it comes time for me to, like, start doing research for my thesis, I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I don't know where to start. And I don't know anything. And this is terrible. And I don't want to do it.
1: Because you're being told you have to. Right. And And this is
0: like, oh, I get to. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, this is not. And ultimately, like, that is what I find really interesting. But... (laughs)
1: Yeah, I have the same problem. That's why for four days I didn't write. I'm writing a book. And hopefully I will get it finished and published. You will. Because, like, right now I've got, like, 30 pages or more of, like, bullet point notes. Like, Mm -hmm. just the teeniest, tiniest, like, little bit of information so that I can actually write on it. Yeah. And then I've got, like... 13 pages of actual narrative, mm-hmm. writing nonfiction is difficult.
0: Well, I mean, that's how people write, like, their dissertations and stuff. They make a bunch of notes, and then they put them all together and make a Make it paper. make sense. Yeah.
1: That's, but the thing about, I'm realizing about nonfiction as opposed to fiction, mm-hmm. I have to fact check everything, like, yeah. three times, and I have to check my source's source. Yeah. Oh gosh, I found a typo in my notes Sunday and I about threw my computer because I couldn't make it make sense. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to have to go back and find the original source. Yeah. To that's figure out what I. Because it was a direct quote. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, it's a direct quote. I need it in here. Oh my God. And I messed up, like, just transferring it from where I read it. And typing it in my notes and I'm like, oh my
0: god, that's the worst. To be completely honest, like I hate like I'll get in research mode for my um my thesis and I'll like find a bunch of cool stuff and I'll write it down and then I'll realize that I forget to write down page numbers. Yes, and I'm like, oh fun because now I have to go hunt
1: it back down. Yeah,
0: because anything that I put in there, I literally have to footnote with a page number, and I'm like, fucking kill me. Yes, kill me.
1: I hope this isn't going to be indicative of my whole experience, but I've been, this is my second week in a row I've been trying to get in touch with the Decatur County Sheriff's Office to just ask some questions. I can't even get to the secretary.
0: Oh my god, She's never at her
1: desk when I need to make an appointment. They've like blocked her number. Yeah. they like, don't like, call us, This man. is that weird girl on Facebook that keeps stalking everybody. Are you wearing an NSYNC shirt? Yes, I am. I'm done with you. I Merry Christmas. Christmas and happy holidays.
0: Yes, that is an NSYNC shirt. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it.
1: You know what's funny? Violet calls me, calls that one me.
0: Because of the ponytail. Oh.
1: Because it's got a ponytail. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I always wear
0: my hair up here. I forgot that's JC. No, this one's. I wasn't a big NSYNC fan. This is JC.
1: There's Joey, Lance, and Justin.
0: Yeah, I mean, I knew Lance and Justin.
1: Yeah, they're blonde. They're easy.
0: Right, but I didn't know. Because I was a Backstreet Boys girl. So don't.
1: No, I have like. A few Backstreet Boys songs that I like, but mm-hmm. I'm like diehard in sync. No,
0: it was it was one or the other to be completely honest.
1: Yeah, most people are are either or. Yeah, I can appreciate the Backstreet Boys, but if I'm gonna choose, I'm choosing in sync every time.
0: Okay, see, I'm the exact opposite. But I mean, can we all agree that 90 Degrees had the hottest members, though?
1: Yeah, they just I don't think had the right no
0: publicity team, and also I think they kind of came on late in the thing, and it wasn't like. As da- it was like ninety eight degrees, it was trying to be like the white boys to men. Yeah, no, and it didn't too work. Late. Yeah, and but I mean, Nick and Drew were by far the two hottest. Like, I just like big guys, so <laughs> I don't know. Like, if you if you look like you could tear a door off the hinges, I'm here for it. I'm ready to get started. Yeah. We got sidetracked like we always do. But
1: yeah, my shirt,
0: your sync shirt. That's worth it. Okay, so who were the Romanovs?
1: They were Russian royal family yeah that's the last one that's all I know that's that's the (laughs) end of my knowledge
0: people (laughs) so the house of Romanov ruled from 1613 to 1917 literally 300 years that's nuts right and mind you like I said I've made it to the first 60 years (laughs) of their (laughs) sorry Sorry, guys. Um, Yeah, but, like, when there's 300 years. Yeah, it's a lot. So, and honestly, like, when you're starting with a sandwich, what do you start with? The bread. Yeah. And that's the beginning and the end, and you have to know that. But then once you get into the middle, like, that's the most important part, you know? So, um, yeah, like I said, they started in 1613. And then in the February Revolution of 1917, which is just called the February Revolution, also known as the Bourgeoisie Democratic Revolution. It's that's so hard to say. That's how they teach it in Russia. So that's their official name for it. Because, you know, they're all like communists and like, yeah. this is what we teach you and there's no other narrative. Yeah. So um, Nicholas II was forced out of office and his family was imprisoned in the palace. And they were initially going to be exiled to Siberia, where they were going to be allowed to live out the rest of their lives. However, in October of that year, um, a second revo- revolution, so literally just like eight months later, um, known as the Great October Socialist Revolution. So they just that's were the not wrecking shit. Right. That's the official title. Second whole group of revolutionaries, of,
1: of rebels. Um, so I, the first group... The first one was one group, and the second one was a different group? Yes. The second one, you've heard of, like, the Bolshevik Revolution? Uh, no. Okay. I went to beauty school. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Well, the Bolsheviks, like, I don't know. I feel like they get, like, talked about in popular culture more so than, like, the other ones. But the Bolsheviks were actually the ones. So, okay. So, the second revolution in October ousted the provisional government who had allowed the Romanovs to live. The Bolsheviks, led by Vladimir Lenin. I've heard so, that. Yeah, Lenin. Stormed their home while they were eating dinner, murdered them all. The father, Nicholas. The mother, Alexandria. Their daughters, Olga, Tatiana, Maria, and Anastasia. And their only son, Alexei. So, that's where it ends. So, we have the beginning and the end. But what happened in the middle?
1: Yeah. like Something led up to this, all right? Right. I can't fathom having two revolutions in the same year.
0: Yeah. So, it was like, first revolution, people were like, okay, we don't want a monarch anymore. And second revolution was like, screw that. We don't want any of this bullshit anymore. We're starting over. And that's how they became, like, the really hardcore, like, socialist slash communist country that we know now. So, technically, they chose that yeah okay yeah oh yeah they did they fully chose to be what they are which i fully believe in like a country's autonomy to choose their leadership Mm -hmm. and what they want you know we're gonna start a little bit before the romanovs with the time of troubles that sounds like a terrible time it does it doesn't sound fun the time of troubles was a period of turmoil and political crisis which began in 1598 with the death of Theodore I, which was the last of the Rurik dynasty. So, I'm going to do my best to pronounce these names. Don't at me, okay? I'm not Russian. (laughs) No. Not Russian. I looked up how to pronounce a lot of them, but Jesus, there's a lot, and there's so many consonants, and I just, it's a lot. The guy had no heirs. A bunch of nobles were basically, like, vying for his throne, and were like, oh, it's vacancy. Like, anybody, it's like musical chairs or whatever. They're just fighting over it. And a bunch of other countries, um, like Poland and Sweden, decided that they all had claims to the throne. So, basically, just like this huge war broke out. Everybody wants. Right. It's like capture the flag, but for real. (laughs) literally. And so, they experienced a three-year famine after his death, which caused one-third of the population to die. One-third of the population to die in three years.
1: And Russia's huge.
0: It is. It's huge. And um, Poland tried to take over Russia, and war plagued the country until 1613 when the Zemsky Sabor, which is like their parliament basically, gotcha. um, which is made up of a thousand noble delegates from all over Russia, they met to appoint a czar, and it was the first one that they would have in 15 years.
1: I like how you just assumed I would understand parliament. <laughs> Like it's a their Congress. Congress. Like a their Congress.
0: government. Yeah. So it's it's literally just a group of, of noble people who make decisions for the country. But the problem with that is rich people often do things that only impact the rich. Right. That only benefit them. Like so they would often make unpopular decisions. Oh yeah. Yeah. So That's not relevant at all. No. No. <laughs> not at all. Uh by the way. Poseidon pulled
1: through. Mm-hmm. Pulled through it. Jeff was like, why did you not make this shirt like three months ago?
0: I know, right? I was
1: like, we didn't have the capabilities three months ago. I know, I know. I was like, now we have the way to make the merch. So, them? That, that's probably going to be one of our first merch shirts, by the way. Poseidon for Biden. 2020. I'm here for it. So,
0: Okay, so Michael the first.
1: That's an easy name.
0: Yeah, Michael's easy. I'm sure it was, like, Mikhail or something. Oh, I'm sure. But um, on February 22nd of 1613, Michael Fyodorovich Romanov, who consequently was the grandson of Ivan the Terrible, who was, like, the first ruler of Russia ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first it was Prussia, and then um, there was, like, a war, and I don't know all the details of this, but I know that, like, Ivan the Terrible took over and was the first ruler, so... I'm sure, like, people have heard of him, probably.
1: I don't know if I want that to be my famous name. Ivan the Terrible? Yeah. Lindsay the Terrible?
0: It'd probably I be want a more scary, accurate. I want a scary nickname. It'd probably be more accurate, Lindsay the Trash Ball. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, honestly, like, deep down in my heart, like, I, if you piss me off, I might burn your house down. So, but I don't look like I would. Yeah. So, and I want people
1: to secretly be afraid of me. That's my life goal. My goal is for... To get so old and weird that little kids think I might be a witch.
0: Oh, I want that now. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm just not old yet. That's all. Yeah, I just want to be.
0: No, yeah, I want to be that creepy old lady. I- my mom used to tell me. My mom used to tell me stories about um, this woman who lived in her town that was like lived in this kind of. It. I swear, her house looked like the cottage out of like Hansel and Gretel that you think about. Gross. And everybody like what like a cute little witch's cottage like surrounded by trees that eats children yes (laughs) i want children to be scared of me but also somehow in awe of me yeah i want little girls to to want to be me and i want little boys to be scared of me yeah that's all
1: i want that's a good goal i like that life goals with ally
0: lesson number one um so michael Romanov was elected the first czar of Russia by this National Assembly, the the their parliament slash congress. He was born in July of 1596, and he was the son of Fyodor Nikitich Romanov and Xenia Ivan, Ivanova. Okay. I did that. Um, So his father was a priest, and his mother was a nun, which I they guess... That don't make sense. Right, but I think in the... Uh, Greek slash Russian Orthodox church, they can be married? I don't... Question mark? I don't know. Because they're not Catholic. No. So, I think it was, like, sim like similar to how we would view, like, church people now. Like, yeah, like, priests
1: can yeah, marry. Yeah, I don't know. But I still don't think nuns can marry.
0: Maybe that was just, like, a way to call... I gotta look that up, because I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll get back to you.
1: Yeah, we're not religious scholars. No. <laughs> no, no. Actually, I actually have a friend
0: who he is. I could ask him. So, he didn't actually take office until a month later in March because they didn't fully know where he was. How do you just lose a whole person? He and his mother had been excommunicated 13 years earlier because his father was accused of treason.
1: Yeah. How did he get elected if he's missing? They
0: just knew who he was and they were like, we want this guy. Let's go find him. How they know he's not dead? And then, these are the questions.
1: What is it's it? literally Dakota, like the, North the 1600s. Dakota? Which Dakota just elected a dead guy to Congress? Did they? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. It's, I saw it's that. It's one of the Dakotas. I can't remember which one. I don't know. They're both crazy. Yeah, they elected a dead guy. So, like, they're essentially doing this. Yeah. They don't know if he's dead or alive
0: or right. His grandfather um, was the central advisor to Ivan the Terrible, who, like I said, was the first ruler of Russia. Um, Russia was on the verge of collapse because of war, and he, because of, like, everything that had been happening, like, the Time of Troubles... He chose to rule in conjunction with that um, the council, like the mm-hmm. the parliament, instead of just being a full on like autocrat, because he wanted yeah. to like look more reasonable. And he yeah. wanted people to be like, oh, he's like ruling with the people, I guess. Yeah. So,
1: look, I'm though, one of you.
0: Yeah, but kind not. of. I mean, he wasn't a bad guy. Like, overall, people really liked him. One of the first actions of his rule was removing Poland and Sweden from the country. He negotiated the Peace of Stobolov, uh, which ended the Ingrian War with Sweden, and the Treaty of Duolino, which ended the Polish-Muscovite War. That's so much. It's a lot. I'm not Polish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not
0: anything. I'm not
1: either, but I know... All of these words are so hard to say. They are. Like, I just keep thinking, like, they're going to get easier, and I bet they get harder. It's terrible. Um, so, the most important result of the treaty
0: was the release of Russian prisoners, including his father, who ruled alongside Michael until he died in 1633. Until the father died. Oh,
1: until the father yeah. died.
0: So, Michael had made his father the head of the Russian Orthodox Church. And they ruled over Russia together, but his father actually held, like, the majority of the power. So, it's kind of like, I guess you can think of, like, in England where the church has, like, a major, major role in how the country is run. So, it's kind of like that, but his father was basically, because Michael was only 19 when he was, um, like, chosen. So, it's basically, he was just a figurehead. Right. Pretty much until his dad died in 33. Fyodor began to exact his personal vendetta against Poland by allying with Sweden to defeat, to defeat them. And he fired, like, several people who tried to, like, stop him from starting this war. Because think about it. They've just been in war for 15 years And they're really just starting to, like, get their feet back on the ground. And he's like, let's go start another war because these guys kidnapped me or said I was a prisoner or whatever. Yeah. Uh, When it came time for Michael to marry, he chose a woman that he had fallen in love with during the time of troubles. And her name was Masha. That's all I could find about her. So, but she got sick and was exiled to Siberia because she was accused of withholding an illness, which was basically seen as a crime. I don't know. That's so
1: dumb. I think it's
0: like because y- they didn't understand like how illnesses worked, oh, and they yeah, could be like, yeah. "Oh, you could give it to the king and or the czar, and he could die." So she died a year later, and honestly, it was probably like her exile was probably the request of his mother, who did not like her at all.
1: Oh, well, she then wasn't, definitely. Yeah, yeah, she
0: wasn't like royalty or whatever.
1: Bitch.
0: Right. So ultimately, he married Princess Maria Vladimirovna.
1: Dolgorakova This seems like <clears throat> the children of a father take the father's last name and it sounds like it adds daughter of or son of. Yeah, it's like it's like the the
0: mother's name gets thrown in there, the father's name gets thrown in there. And then
1: if you're a boy you get the son of Yeah. Thrown in, and then if you're a daughter, it's the daughter of. Pretty much. Yeah. That's how uh Irish surnames work. Yeah. That's what O means.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. if I was an
1: o Carrie instead of just a Carrie, it would mm-hmm. be son of Kerry, Yeah. That's what... That's where I was picking up on... Because, like, that's where all of these names kind of have the of or... Yeah. Whatever it's because of, that means of.
0: Like, yeah. son
1: of or daughter of. Vladimir Avna. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, that would make sense because I... As you read, like as I was reading his kids' names, they had like a weird middle name that was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, like
1: it's some kind of it tells people who they are.
0: Yeah. Um. So in he married her in 1624, and she was chosen by his mother, but she got sick and died four months after they were married.
1: Man, he's got a good track record for sure. Keeping them um, alive.
0: Um. Good his- long marriages. <laughs> So his second marriage, he chose to go with the traditional election of a bride. So basically, basically what happens—you can't see the disgust on my face—is the it gets better. So the parliament people they get a group of worthy noble women who it's then like Miss America and they're basically like chosen for their height, their shoe size, and the size of their head, and like their yeah big head means big brain. I guess I don't. No, i don't fully know what their like selection process does was. does that even
1: make you cute you got a big old head little yeah. bitty feet and you're eight foot tall so, and then you got to go marry this fool right
0: but they were all about it because they were like hey we get to be like the queen or whatever or okay. the czarista is what they
1: were called the czarista yeah i just can't yeah like what if you hate him right but and then it you gotta matter. figure out how to poison him in his sleep so yeah you can be the ruler. It doesn't matter. Well, women women weren't really allowed to be like rulers. They could be like regents. That's when you go. I don't know the time frame of relativity here, but that's when you call old girl with aquatofana and you just start taking everybody out. <laughs> just give everybody. I think that was like way early though. Whatever. Way before then, but I'm here for it. Yeah, just tafana Just give everybody a little tafana. Just start <laughs> handing out in water bottles. Like, look, like, look, like this new water. Just drink it. Aquatifana. Yeah, and then everybody
0: <laughs> dies. Um, so, he didn't actually like any of the women that he was presented with. Obviously, they look like freaking lollipops on a stick. <laughs> we don't know if they wanted big heads. They might have wanted small
1: heads. No, nah, because they measure your head when you're a baby. The bigger your head, the bigger your brain that's dumb that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life yeah so they got to make sure that you not you're in any kind of silence science at all yeah make sure there's something going on in that coconut up there no no okay so he actually Probably ugly
0: he chose the ward of one of the candidates and she was the daughter of a nobleman but she was an orphan so she like kind of didn't count because her parents died that's um, shitty. Yeah, and her identity was kept a secret until they were married um, because he was, like, all superstitious that she would die for whatever reason. Because he
1: killed a couple of them off already?
0: I don't know. And she was called, like, the Russian Cinderella because oh, she was, my like... Gosh, yeah, yeah, but even though she wasn't poor, she was an orphan, so... So...
1: I'm an orphan. <laughs> that doesn't make you Cinderella. I know. I Although know. I'm not married to a czar, so maybe it does. So, her name was...
0: Eudoxia? I don't I'm gonna look up how to pronounce that really quick because I have no idea.
1: We're uncultured Americans, that's all. Just take it for what it is.
0: Literally, like in the history department, like everybody makes fun of American historians because we're, we're stupid. Well because <laughs> we're so like American US centric that we literally know nothing else that's going on in the world. Uh
1: uh-uh, uh. And we so, can't uh, make our stupid American mouths say other things. No. So Eudoxia Strashnova, I can say that. Yeah. For some reason.
0: Um, She gave him 10 children, but only four lived past childhood. Girl, they walking out at that point. Oh like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, not everybody has a t-shirt gun for uh, a uterus,
1: okay? <laughs> <And> so... Well. <Wow. laughs> that it. sucks for her, then. I'm
0: done with you. <laughs> no, she probably did. It was probably... After, I just can't imagine. After,
1: like, a couple, like, you better... Hold on to your knickers, and things are falling out. Just bloop, stop. Just, bloop. <laughs> okay, even it's though we,
0: even though that we know biologically this is not true, it's fucking hilarious. So deal with it.
1: Uh It is in my case. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I
0: can't deal with you. I can't. <sighs> Okay, so they have three. <laughs> Stop.
1: <laughs> Jesus. I man. was about to say, if I can't do a whole lot right, I can shoot them kids out. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Disclaimer, I have the least amount of children in my family.
0: <laughs> With two. Okay. I still one too many for me. Um, they had three daughters and one son named Alexi. Um, Michael was still determined to reclaim lands that were taken by Poland during the time of Troubles. Um, He took a lot of notes from the Swedish army and built an army of 17,000 men, which was apparently pretty big for back then. After two years of this war with Poland, he signed the treaty in 1634 where Russia regained some land that was taken. um, And they also paid Poland 20,000 rubles. I guess to get them to renounce any claim to the Russian throne. So they were like, all right, we're good. You got yours, we got ours, we'll both leave each other alone. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna have any, you know, family dinners anytime soon, but we're not gonna be fighting. Yeah, you leave us alone, we'll leave you alone. Pretty much. Um, Michael discovered and began to mine steel and copper in Russia. So that was a major way for them to start making money again because they were broke. Um, They. 37 Wars. Right. And they (laughs) were used to build very sophisticated guns that were shipped all around the world. And he then used the money to like rebuild the country.
1: Well, yeah, you would have to. Right.
0: Which is great. I mean, he's like instilling this, you know, sense of like pride again in the country.
1: Yeah. And who doesn't want
0: guns, apparently? Yeah. Everybody in the 1600s. Yeah. So. Um, the Romanovs wanted to renew cultural pride in Russia as well, so he created a library, like a really big library, and sent scholars all across the country to find books that they could like copy for the library. Um, and he even had the robe that was said to be worn by Christ at his crucifixion. Like, yeah, so they supposedly had this, um, which like they kept in the in the church that was in the Kremlin. Which is like the major city city, center of the city in Moscow. And that like fostered their like religious pride in the country. Yeah. I guess. So
1: I got some religious shrouds over there. You need some? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like I'll sell this to you. I
1: feel like that idea came from like one of those like secret meetings Mm. of the government and they're like, All right, we got these people on board. Yep. This this group of people is next. What can we do? Right oh, I know, let's get the Shroud of Jesus. Yeah,
0: literally, yeah. So, so, but supposedly it was stolen by, like, Roman soldiers or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it was shipped out of the country, I guess, whenever it happened, so. Um,
1: But, like, that's something that they can't prove or disprove.
0: Right. You could just literally be, like, anything. But supposedly, like, a bunch of people touched it, and I think, like, um... It said something that like 50 something people were healed by like touching it. Well, which again, which again, probably psychosomatic. Oh, definitely. Like, like, oh, I have a headache and then it went away. It's Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Whatever.
1: Like, oh, I'm blind. Now I can see with my glasses. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's a Christmas miracle. Thanks, Lens Crafters. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Zeni Optical, if you want to sponsor us. Just holler at your girl. Yeah. <laughs> just let me know.
0: So, uh, 30 years after they went through, like, this horrible devastation where everybody died and there was a thousand wars and everybody was poor. Basically, it took them about 30 years to, like, rebuild their country from the initial time of troubles. Okay. Gotcha. And everything, like, they started to build economic and social prosperity again. So, and then,
1: so they needed their religious pride right, on top of that. that to, it made yeah. it
0: well-rounded. Right. Front. right, right. right. In July of 1645, Michael died on his 45th birthday. That
1: sucks. Yeah. Um, Happy
0: birthday. (laughs) Services were held for him in every church in Russia, and thousands of people came to his funeral. But that's like... Alexei was born in 1629 and took the throne in 1645 after his father died. He was taught to read at an early age um, by reading the Bible... They're only
1: celebrity. Well, not kind of. But like, like, he's a celebrity. Pretty much. You know. JFK's funeral or something. Yeah, like anybody in power.
0: Anybody. Even if it's just
1: a city official. Anybody in any sort of power has a larger funeral.
0: But but outgoing than
1: the average person because that's your last chance to see. Right. Or your last chance to. Whatever you're, you need to feel like you need to do. Yeah. But it
0: wasn't, like, compulsory like it is now. Like yeah. They, people were, like, forced to go to Lenin's funeral, you know? Yeah. Or, like, you know, Kim Jong-un or whatever the Korean guy is. Yeah. I don't know. So, Alexei Mikhailovich took the throne and inherited a well-developed and very stable country. And well, that's was, lucky. Yeah. And he was Alexei I. So, it was his only son. And also I know how to say Mikhailovich from um Shameless. I haven't seen it. It's so good. You have to watch it. I can't believe you haven't seen that. Girl. Anyways.
1: My kids are little. Life. We're watching like Blippy and Paw
0: Patrol. I don't know what that is. Exactly. You but, have an older child. Right. Get your life together and watch Shameless when your kids go to bed. Okay. So oh my god, I'm obsessed. It's me. <laughs> Okay, it's these two guys in the show and they're like in this relationship and it's like Ian and Mickey and I'm not going to like ruin it, but I'm literally more obsessed with their relationship than any other relationship I've ever known or seen in real life or on TV. Oh, no, I want to watch it. I know. It breaks the heart and they're so sweet together. He had tutors, acrobats, musicians, art artists, scholars, um, and personal doctors. So this kid literally had
1: every Everything. advantage
0: like yeah um his doctor who was actually like a personal doctor that was hired by his father from England because his father was like this huge anglophile like loved english culture um so the doctor described him as handsome and fair but he did warn that his counsel might take advantage of his good nature
1: oh yeah you can't be nice in a place of power right whoa You can't be completely nice. Right. You have to kind of rule with authority, but also, like, be fair and kind Yeah, in your ruling. It's very hard. You
0: can't let people take advantage of you.
1: Yeah. Like, I would never be a good ruler because I'm too nice. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, you're hungry? Here, take all of the food. Right. Oh, you need clothes? Let's go shopping. Right. Like, I wouldn't... I couldn't, I've
0: literally spent like my last $40, like buying food for people. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now I don't have food.
1: Yeah. I'm, like literally I'm, I have such a bleeding heart when it comes to people who have less than me or yeah. can't do that. I'm like, I'll do more for them and make myself do without. Yeah. Like I would be a terrible ruler cause you can't do that. Right. Your country will fall <laughs> apart.
0: Um, so kind of, he had a lot of uh, different interests, um, He owned 3,000 falcons. That was his most... Like, his favorite thing was falconry. Um, And he loved hunting with them. He employed 100 falconers. And in today's money, it costs the crown about $10 million a year. That's so much money. First of all,
1: I'm not into hunting. But I come from a hunting family because... Yeah. Rednecks. Right. Um, Tennessee. Yeah. If you are going to go hunting, I feel like falcon hunting it i mean hunting with the falcon not hunting the falcon that seems pretty legit i think it's badass and low-key
0: i've always wanted to get into falconry and i understand that it's very very time consuming and expensive yeah because you gotta bond with a
1: bird and yeah like birds still have lizard brains
0: yeah and i just couldn't i I can't put in that much time but
1: terrified of birds
0: I love birds. Like,
1: I like them from afar. I yeah. don't want to be near one. Oh, no. They don't bother me. I don't like them. Alexei was 16
0: when he took power, and he was trusted to the care of his tutor, Boris marozov And this guy is a freaking character. So, Boris marozov man- manipulated Alexei's bridal selection by causing his first bride to faint and make her look sick. So, what he did was... Um, she had like a headscarf on and he had like Alexi had chosen this girl and they were gonna get married, right? And he had like a servant or something tighten this scarf on her head so tight that she passed out. Oh god. And so yeah, and you... so they said that she had fainting sickness, which I guess was a
1: thing back then. You can make it up.
0: Yeah. And um so she was like kicked out because Could you like, imagine you're sick- how tight that thing had to be to like freaking pass out? No. I can't. That freaks me out. Why? I don't know. Because he's a dick. So he basically like made Alexei choose these two sisters. And it was one for him and one for Alexei. Gross. Right. But Morozov was old enough to be her grandfather. That's even more gross. So the girl that was chosen for the czar was named Maria Milislavskaya. Oh, that was a good one. Thanks. And they had 13 children together. Stop making. They had five sons and eight daughters. The poor people began to grow pretty angry at the corruption of local officials. So Boris Morozov um, like, was kind of in charge of Alexei, like I said, because he was kind of young. He appointed um, a lot of his friends and allies to different positions in the government.
1: And, the eye roll here, right?
0: And he was largely considered corrupt and even accused of witchcraft. A little throwback to our
1: last episode. Good, well, <laughs> good in the sense that normally we kill witchcraft right practitioners in this point in history, right? So, salt
0: was a major thing, and if you know anything about salt, you know that like it was once used as currency. Like it's very valuable, and at the time, like it was the main way that people preserved meat. Yeah. So, it was basically invaluable. Like, salt was... Everybody needed it. And, um... Marzalve raised the price of salt by four times. The initial price. And, That's ridiculous. Yeah. And he took lots of bribes. Like, he was just a piece of shit all around. Um... So, what became known as the salt Rights. Uh... Basically, angry mobs stormed his chambers, lit it on fire... Good. ...threw all his shit out the window... Get and, fucked. Yeah. And demanded his execution... Um, but he hid out in one of the czar's chambers, and so he, like, basically escaped. And, um, so, um, the czar's wife was pregnant at the time of the rebellion, and the stress of, like, everybody invading the capital caused her to miscarry.
1: Well, yeah, you don't know if they're fixing to murder you. Yeah. Like, because people are weird. Like, when we get impact mentality, like, we'll mm-hmm. do anything, like, as yep. a race
0: you were burning all of this shit yeah down.
1: like i could totally see yeah. that luckily they didn't
0: get to because alexi wasn't a bad guy they knew it wasn't him they knew it was right worse. but i mean the fact that he like let this dude remain in power when he could have technically like had him thrown out yeah so he wasn't executed he was exiled to a monastery that was like 300 miles away and Alexei did execute several corrupt politicians in an attempt to, like, like, soothe the people. Yeah. Like, my bad. We'll get rid of these guys. Um, but the most important outcome of this was the drafting of the Soberon Euloginia. Basically, it was, like, their Code of Hammurabi kind of thing. Like, it was the first, yeah. So it's like it was- Old
1: Testament law.
0: Yeah. So, it was, like, the very first actual book. Of all the Russian laws and, like, all all the important shit, laws and policies. Yeah. Um, The document was uh, 25 chapters long. Could you imagine having to write that out by hand? It gets better. 25 chapters long all together. So basically they didn't they had scrolls. They didn't yeah. have like books like what we think of.
1: Yeah, cuz back then there wasn't like Yeah. So it looks like
0: a film canister. Like I saw a picture of it. It looks like a film canister, like an old big brown, brown metal tin and it's all rolled up like all together like in a roll. It was 309 meters long. How once did they it get it was all finished? How did they Don't know. So the document was then copied 1,200 times. So not only, fuck you. Yeah, not only was it 300 meters long, it was copied 1,200 times and sent to every major city in the country.
1: But how many people are even literate at this time?
0: Well, all of the religious figures would have been okay, and all of the so basically the center of a major city would have been the church.
1: Yeah. And And those are the educated people that can read this.
0: Okay. And that was basically the law for 300 years. But the document consolidated the peasants and the serfs into one serf class. So basically, if you were poor at all and not a landowner, you could be owned now. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So it was like the... um, the hierarchy thing in, like, England where they have, like, the king and then the lords and then the... Noblemen. Right. And then the peasants who live on your land and pay you money. Yeah. And then, but work for you and then you make money off of them. Blah, blah, blah. That whole thing. Um, it also made it legal for only the nobility to own serfs. And so they really, like, stratified the classes here. All of the classes were now hereditary and unchangeable. Oh, so, like, no matter what. Right. So, you could go completely broke, and you'd still be a nobleman. And you could, like, look into some money, but you'd still be a serf. Like, it, like you couldn't change your status no matter what. Morozov returned from exile four months later, which wasn't super long, considering no. all the bullshit he did. And he found out that his spot was taken by this guy named Nikon, which is spelled like Nikon, like the camera. Yeah. And, um, he was the abbot of the monastery in the Kremlin and Nikon was appointed as the head of the Orthodox church, um, and became the chief minister to Alexei, just like, um, Michael did with his father. Yes. So it was the same situation. Um, Nikon actually set to reform the church. Which, um, wasn't a bad thing because there was a lot of corruption in the church. Obviously. Where there's power, there's
1: going to be right. corruption.
0: Right. Um, yeah. And overall, like, people accepted the changes because it dealt with the corruption, like the bribery and all that shit in the church. And ultimately, that helps the lower class. Right. So, he basically wanted... So, the Russian Orthodox Church is a branch of the Greek Orthodox Church. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to make it more like the Greek Orthodox Church. And, um... He put in a bunch of laws, like, saying that when you cross yourself, you have to use three fingers instead of two. And uh, That was, like, a big thing, was, like, the number of fingers that you have to use. Um, it was a big enough deal that part of the church broke off and started to revolt. Um, and they were actually, uh, they started what's called the Old Believers Movement. And they considered this heresy, and um, but their leader, the leader of the old believers, was eventually like burned as a heretic because he spoke out against the changes.
1: Okay, so it's so confusing. I'm sorry that this
0: is a long thing, and I'm the sign of the cross originally in Latin um, was made with five fingers. Yeah, it was the shift, which which
1: represented the five
0: wounds Mm. of Christ.
1: So I was doing it right this whole time, didn't even know it.
0: And in Orthodox Christianity, um, it was done with three fingers. So, two fingers and a thumb. Right. Okay. I think it has something to do with the Trinity.
1: Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Father, Son,
0: Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah. yeah. that's what it is. Okay, yeah. That makes more sense.
0: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So, three fingers for the Trinity, and then they started doing two, and then dude was like, we're going back to doing three, and then the old people were like... Fuck you when we keep doing what we've been doing. And they just got mad because, you know, people don't like change.
1: Yeah. That's why I was, like, wondering, like, is it traditional, like, folk Yeah.
0: Is there a reason? Practice. You have to know the reason behind everything. I
1: know because I'm nosy. She has a problem. It's
0: okay. I love you.
1: That's just my personality. It's, okay, look. It's the Cap Sun Sagittarius Moon thing. Yes. Like... I have to know it, and it has to be right, and then I want to know why. Yeah. Like, I can't help it.
0: Gemini, Sun, Sagittarius, Moon. I get it. Okay, he's set to run the Can church. Can you
1: tell I was probably the most hated kid in history class? <laughs> I was. Because I'm like, I want to know. Like, I'm genuinely interested. But you have to expound on that and tell me why. Like,
0: I'm the same way. I know
1: it's not on the test,
0: but mom. I'm like that at work. Don't tell me to do something without telling me exactly why I'm doing it that way or I'm going to do it my own way. Yeah. I got in fights with my math teachers about that because I would come out with the same answer, but I did it a little bit differently. And they'd be like, that's not the way you're supposed to it. And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I got the same answer. Yeah. Nikon began to overstep his boundaries, as people are wont to do, and got involved in government and military affairs. Um, one day, Alexi failed to show at the patriarchs. So, he's known as the patriarch of the church. He held a special service that people could come and just hear him. And um, Alexi didn't show. And so, that was like a big, like, oh, insult.
1: Yeah, I could totally that see the that being like- didn't,
0: Yeah, the czar didn't come to your church service. So, basically, that was like his public, like, denouncement of this guy. Like, we're we're not cool with this guy anymore.
1: And that could have, like major impact on like popular opinion mm-hmm. and
0: um in 16 it did and in 1666 nikon was excommunicated and Alexei ruled alone for the first time ever Alexei dealt with lots of rebellions threats to his power again from poland and lithuania he also had a plague that caused um his capital and his family to be quarantined like he dealt with real- a lot Yeah, (laughs) he dealt with a lot. Um, and through the war with Poland, Russia regained uh more lost land that they had lost like fifty years ago, including Ukraine. And in 1670, a plague hit, and within five months, the plague had killed 150,000 people in Moscow, which was half of the population of the city.
1: That's incredible. Like that
0: blows my mind. Wash your fucking hands. Talk actually, again. actually, he was pretty smart because they had to pay their soldiers while they were at war with Poland. And he was like, I don't want the soldiers getting sick because that's going to fuck up the war. So he literally washed all the currency in like soap and water then gave it to the soldiers and none of the soldiers got sick.
1: Yeah, because you're not passing nasty hands, right, But think about the
0: the thought process that had to go into that because that wasn't super well known at the time. That's
1: so true. Like they don't understand they don't, bacteria germs. and germs right. and viruses and stuff. That was a good call. Like this mm-hmm. is something that all people have, all people come in contact with. Like if we can clean that,
0: which is why dollars freak me out. In an effort to rebuild the treasury after the 15 year war with Poland, Alexei began minting copper rubles because remember he I started mining copper. His dad did. And, um, but they were only worth about one fifteenth of the silver ruble ruble mm-hmm. and um since taxes were still collected in silver, a lot of poor people had a really hard time paying their taxes because they only have the copper ones, correct right, and in sixteen sixty two what was later known as the copper riots. An angry mob formed again, um, made up from people all over Moscow, and they began protesting and like stormed the castle. Um, they
1: demanded- I feel like a permanent theme song for this whole area, like Lots this whole of, yeah whole country. Nuck if you buck. I feel like I'm done with you. I feel like every time they don't like something, they're like, "All right, let's Easy go." Look. Okay. I'm
0: telling you. Literally. So, they demanded the issue of being fixed. And huge angry mob formed outside the castle. Well, Alexi's just standing there, like, listening to him. And they're just, like, throwing insults. Like, fuck you. You're an idiot. Like, b- fix this shit. Okay. And meanwhile, he's, like, distracting the mob. And basically, like, the castle guards and soldiers circle this mob. And basically slaughter them all. that's one way to end it, yeah, and so he killed uh twenty five hundred people and protesters outside of the castle. And um, the crown then spent the next several months interrogating and torturing people to try and find out who's responsible for the revolt um they hang, They tortured and hanged a hundred of them for treason. A thousand of them were exiled, and they were br- branded with the le- the letter b. Which stands for Mm Bostovat, which is the Russian word for, like, rebel. Where on their body were they, branded? Do you know? Like their face.
1: Straight Ah, up on their face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Could you imagine that healing just... No. Then you have to look at the stupid thing. So... Your wife has to look at your stupid face now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, his wife was pregnant again during the copper rites... Well, because that's all you fucking did was get pregnant.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, Maria died during childbirth due to stress. And their daughter died five days later.
1: Oh, that's sad.
0: Yeah. So, after that, the Alexi, I think he had like some PTSD or something because he came became super suspicious after the rebellion. And created this kind of like CIA thing that combined um, the bureaus that were responsible for espionage, censorship, secret service, and the prison and it based its own headquarters in a pl- like it had its own se- separate building from mm-hmm. the Kremlin, and it was called the Lubyanka. Mm-hmm. And they frequently like tortured people, and they had this whole network of spies like throughout the city, like of merchants and like random like normal people mm-hmm. that were like secretly spies for the they're like CIA people. That but. This department was also responsible for the very first weather reports. Oh, nice. Which is kind of cool. That they could even do that back then. Right. Um. So, towards the end of his reign, he was basically surrounded by, like, yes men, sycophants. Like, people that just kiss his ass all day. His public appearances became insanely formal. It was, like, this whole big gross display. Was it, like, church ritual type? No. Just, like, any time he went out to see people, he just... It had to be, like... It was, like, this whole big situation. The most formal thing. Okay. It's, like, imagine, like, you're having the president over for dinner kind of situation. Oh, he ain't coming in here. The new one can. No, I'm embarrassed. We're going to (coughs) go somewhere else. Let's go to Cracker Barrel. Okay, well, so one night he was having... Not
1: fucking Cracker Barrel. I don't know. One night he was having... Whatever he wants, we'll go there. He was
0: having dinner with his friend. Biden, what do you want for dinner? Let's go. At his friend's house. And he was, I'm trying to get through this. He was served a glass of wine by the man's ward, Natalia Narushkina. Narushkina. He found her super attractive and married her in 1671. Is that the king or czar? The czar, yeah. Married this woman, Natalia Narushkina.
1: Let me get that. Like instead of let me borrow a dollar, let me get that. He, he's trying to holler at the the yeah, ward. Exactly. Hey girl. Hey, how you doing? Can I get your number?
0: So their son was born a year later, and he was Peter the First, who would later be known as Peter the Great, who became. Oh, I like that name. Yeah, he became pretty well known. He was actually a pretty good like ruler. Um. He was actually, like, so inspired by, you know, finding a new love and, like, having new children that he built the first theater in Russia, and it was outside the Kremlin. and oh, they had, cool. Yeah, they had all kinds of, like, plays and ballet. The first ballet yeah, was, was
1: performed of, there. Like, Russian ballerinas are supposed to be, like... The best of the best, oh, yeah,
0: Russian everybody are the
1: best of the best, yeah, um, I was a dance minor, which I don't know what my mom was thinking, Let me send my kid to school, let her let me pay for her to be a fashion major and a dance minor, yeah, what the fuck am I gonna do, but <laughs> in like in all of my dance classes, everything goes back to Russia, yeah, mm-hmm. all Russian techniques and like, yeah, that's super interesting, like the um, the biggest example is like Swan Lake, mm-hmm. that was first done. In Russia. Yeah. And, like, everything that we do now is based on their Russian interpretation.
0: Oh, nice. So, once again, he was, like, reinvigorated by this new love and child. Um, But that made him start to, like, fear getting old. Oh, yeah. So, he's like, fuck, I don't want to die. Because he's, what,
1: 30s, 40s now? Yeah. So, Um, he's probably... Like, really understanding mortality because people yeah. didn't live as long. Mm-mm. I mean, his dad died at 45.
0: Yeah, so he's probably like, oh, right. no. So, he began studying medical textbooks. Which is fun because, you know that thing, like, when you're um, a med student and they're like, oh, you're going to get, like, a uh, med student di- like disease or whatever where you start to self-diagnose yourself with all the things. Mm-hmm. So... Um, he would study these medical textbooks. He made up his own medicines and tonics. And he was a big fan of bloodletting. Ew. It
1: gets better. This is someone whose career originated in uh, um, as a barber surgeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The barber surgeon cut your hair, and fixed with, your teeth, yeah. and cured diseases with bloodletting. Yeah. So, so like, <laughs> I get it. Like, I... Uh, It's gross, though. So,
0: he would sometimes let his favorite falcon make the incision because he, quote, never missed
1: the vein. (gasps) Like, you just... But just know, they also have bird shit on them. Freaks me the fuck out. You're just letting him swipe his lethal bird shit in your arm every time. So, here's my thing.
0: The bend of my arm feels so vulnerable to me and I don't like anyone touching it except for maybe my partner and that's like on very specific circumstances like it freaks me out when people touch it. I do not like the even the thought of a needle being anywhere close to the bend of my arm so when I have to have blood drawn it freaks me out 10 times worse than anything else and to have a
1: bird just
0: Cut it off. To open. just lay there with your arm exposed and then a falcon flies down and rips your fucking vein open so you can bleed yourself out so you're not sick
1: anymore. And how do you not accidentally die?
0: <laughs> so many questions. I That just The fact that he did that more
1: than once. A like. lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so this guy somehow fucking lives through all this, right? And then... In January of 1676, he caught a fucking cold and decided he would trade it himself, and he died. Of course like, he did. a couple weeks later. He wiped some bird he shit He died it. of a cold after all this bullshit. And his eldest son, Theodore, became his heir. And that is all I have right now because we're at literally two hours of recording.
1: I can't believe it. I know.
0: And I'm literally fucking 1613 to 1676. I told you I got 60 fucking years into this. Yeah. And we have, I don't know, 250 years to go. I promise I'll I'll get better.
1: No, I really like it. It was very interesting. Because if you don't understand, like, the... Because, like, politics and ruling... It's a very complicated subject. Right. And if you don't understand. Nothing exists
0: in a vacuum. Yeah, you everything have to is, understand
1: everything that leads yeah. up to it or doesn't make sense. Everything is influenced by something else. Yeah.
0: And I feel like all this shit, like people, at first people really love the Romanovs. Mm-hmm. And then. Towards the end, I'm still curious to see what happens because I haven't finished doing all the research yet. Yeah. But I, I mean, towards the end, like, they must have gotten more corrupt and, like, the whole thing with, this is just my hypothesis, that the whole thing with the first laws being passed and are, like, being formalized or whatever that made um, classes, like, unchangeable. Like, that probably plays into Oh, it. definitely. And the whole copper thing, and, like, I don't... I'm just saying that all of this probably plays into ultimately, like, building up this 300-year resentment.
1: Oh, yeah. To when they
0: just overthrow the fucking whole like, government.
1: I mean, just think about it. If something... Just in your family, if something... Like, your grandparents don't agree with something. Well, they instill that in their children, mm-hmm. and then your parents instill that into you, and then mm-hmm. you instill that into your children most of the time. Like, yep. that, I mean, could you imagine passing that resentment down for 300 years? Of course they're going to riot. Yeah. Like, I'm not surprised. That's not relevant at all in our current situation. We haven't
0: inherited tons of, like, racism and, like, terrible things. It's fun
1: women suppression voter suppression yep it's fine while we're on relevant topics let's congratulate kamala harris for not only being the first woman vice president but the first woman of color yes to hold this office
0: the first half black half asian the first black asian woman so three categories i mean not that i'm a let me just qualify that i'm not a fan of
1: first But that is a really, really amazing achievement. That is like phenomenal. Like, it makes me proud to tell my daughter you can literally hold the highest office in the country if you want. What
0: she did was she set a precedent now for women and women of color becoming closer and closer to achieving. Call Being the president. Yeah. And, um, I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not a fan. Because she is ultimately a cop and she did, like, mass incarcerate people and, but yeah. But, at the end of the historically, day. Historically. Yes. It is an amazing. I'm very, I'm very appreciative. No, that I'm not taken was, away from that at all. That she
1: was not only willing to run. Yeah. But, legally able to run. Yeah. And then not only to run but to win, yeah. Like all of the things that had to happen in history for us to get to where we were mm-hmm. when she was elected, yeah. And all phenomenal.
0: All the caveats that I have, like I like I said, I'm not.
1: It doesn't matter if you agree or disagree, right? It's, and you have to understand yeah. the historical value of and what when, happened. Like
0: I have a professor who is like an older, like she's in her sixties, like an older black woman. And she was absolutely over the moon ecstatic. And she's a historian of African American female history. Like she knows way more about this than I could ever hope to know. Oh yeah. And she was happy and I'm happy for her. Yeah. I'm happy for little girls who now see someone that look like them that are doing these things in the highest office in the land exactly and so
1: that's what i'm happy about thank you vice president harris yep for opening
0: that door door. well
1: not even opening door shattering the glass ceiling yeah like thank you for that we we as women and mothers greatly appreciate it You as a historical figure. Because I can't imagine. I mean,
0: regardless of my thoughts of her, like, I can't imagine the bullshit she has to deal with. And she's going to have to keep dealing with it. I know. But can I just say that can we do AOC in 2024? Oh, please. I love She will not be 35 when the election actually happens. But by the time she's inaugurated or sworn in. Yeah, she would be 35. So, she'd be old enough.
1: Yeah. AOC in 2024. Do it. I love her. I'm gonna tag her in that. I'm gonna tweet her and be like, "Look, we my podcast is decided. You're our president." Yeah, us and all forth. four people that listen to us have yeah. decided that you have to,
0: you have to run for president. So thanks for that. Yeah. Um. Thanks in advance.
1: Yeah. Um. Come to our party. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,
0: yeah. So that's it. Um. Next week we're gonna pick up. Um. Actually, we might throw because, like I said, this might be a longer thing. Seems- so I might throw in stuff in between.
1: And this week, I'm deciding our bonus episode, and Allie knows what I'm picking from, but I'm not going to tell her what I'm picking until Uh, we come to record. I'm scared, but but we've we've decided that they're all equally great choices. They are. They really are. And to hear the bonus episode, it'll be it'll come out the week of Thanksgiving or the week after. Okay. And so to hear that. Sign up for our Patreon. You have to be on Patreon. Yeah, and, and it's we only $5. have five dollars. Yeah, we only have one tier, yeah. and once you join that one tier, you're you have access to everything. Yep. So do it. Our Patreon is to fund our equipment. Yep. Our location because apparently eight o'clock in the morning is a perfect time to mow your yard. <laughs> I hate my oh yes. sometimes. Oh They're no. the be- I have the best neighbors but who mows at eight o'clock in the morning freaking crazy people
0: but anyway anyways we picked this time specifically because her kids are at school so that we would have we less have, things to edit out right and we have a three-hour window where we can record and then fucking asshat over here decides it's to mow yard it's freaking november stop mowing stop there's net. No, what are you mowing the leaves probably sir yeah probably guess what Leaves are good for your yard, and we like them. They're pretty. Leave them
1: alone where they are. Leave them alone. Leave it alone. Oh
0: my god. Okay, it's time for me to go back to bed because I literally got four hours of sleep last
1: And during this, the sheriff called, so I have to call the sheriff back. I'm not in trouble. I'm writing a book. Thank oh you. Oh my god, he called you back. Yeah, like that Yay. was that phone call I got. Awesome. I, was, I had to, so I have got to call him back. Like, sorry, I was in a meeting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So we love you guys.
0: Um, follow us on all our social medias. The links are in the description. Yep. Um, give us a review on iTunes if you love us. Yes, because that I don't helps. know why it works, but it does work. Yeah, that helps with everything for some reason. I don't know. That's how we get. ITunes.
1: That's how we get exposure. Yeah, and sponsors. And yeah, and we need the sponsors because we want to give you the best quality product ever. Right, like trust us. We're not doing this to make money.
0: Okay, no, we're doing it for fun. But we need, we want you to have the best equipment.
1: We want you to have the best experience listening that you can. I'm going to
0: stop recording on my fucking four year old iPhone, please. Yes. Thank you. We need
1: like technology. Yeah. (laughs) And better chairs. Yeah. That don't do this the whole time. Our dream is to get an actual studio and soundproof it and get like chairs that don't make noise. Right. Like that would be fan fucking tastic. Like.
0: Just to get us a good space to give yeah. us a good sound. hmm I love, like, really good, like, True Crime Garage. Like, oh, they yeah. have a really good setup. And, like, uh, True Crime all the time has a really good setup.
1: We need your help. Get us a podcast loft. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. We love you guys. And we will see you next week. And it will either be a continuation of the Romanovs or something completely different. Depends on how I feel. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. It's only a matter of crumb.